Hello, and welcome back to the Magic in the Moon podcast. As always, I am your host, David. Welcome back. So before we get super into it, I wanted to clarify. So last week's episode was very technical. Um, In order to build a foundation for things that I'd like to discuss in the future, I was doing my best to build a framework to help define a magical worldview and all of the things that that can mean. So the first episode was very dense, it involved a lot of quotes and citing sources and defining terms. So my apologies if that came across as being kind of monotonous and maybe not the most exciting episode, but I feel like there needed to be a foundation laid so that we would have the resources that we need to to kind of discuss more things, right? We need that foundation to build off of because it's hard to talk about really anything related to witchcraft without knowing what magic means. That was kind of the point of that episode. But all of that to say, going forward, I would like this to be more conversational and not so much academic. So this week's episode, we're going to be talking about misconceptions about witchcraft. So the reason I want to talk about this is because there are so many stereotypes and you know, incorrect ideas and perceptions that people might have about the craft. And I think that that creates a lot of problems. But the two biggest problems I think that creates is for one it makes it very hard for people that are interested in learning about magic be able to go deeper into it because they feel there's this barrier that maybe they think that they're doing something wrong, so they're hesitant. And then the second problem it causes is a lot of people who are practicing witches already sometimes feel as though they can't be open about it because they're afraid that their family, friends, coworkers, whoever might have an incorrect idea about what witchcraft is. They might think that it's evil or bad, and they think that they may, that may affect their professional or social lives, right? So I want to clear some of this up. I want to talk about some common misconceptions about witchcraft that I have either seen online, on social media, or even just have experienced in my own life. And we're going to clear some things up. That way we can, in a more helpful and open way, provide some more specific resources to people that feel as though they're called to walk this magical path. So I'm going to go over eight of what I think are some of the more popular misconceptions about witchcraft. And as a disclaimer, I want to say that the views that I express in this podcast are only my own. They are not reflective of any group or organization These are not the opinions of a specific coven or tradition. Um, What I'm talking about here on Magic in the Moon is simply just my own thoughts and my own experiences. So if they don't uh, don't quite line up with maybe things that you believe or have been taught, that's totally fine. I encourage everyone to learn for themselves. You know, there's so many resources out there that weren't available even just a few years ago. So use the internet, learn things, read books. You know, if you're part of a coven, ask your high priest or your high priestess about things, develop your own opinions. Don't just take my word for it. But anyway, all of that's to say, I'm only speaking for my own opinions, my own experiences. So if I say something that is in conflict with what you believe or have been taught, that's totally fine. It doesn't have to be exactly the same, but just go find out what you believe. So the first misconception that I've heard a lot is that witches aren't real. And I've heard this a lot and I was even, um, I kind of taught this growing up. I think maybe a lot of us were that 
which is just fictional. You know, it's Sabrina and it's Harry Potter and it's, you know, the Wicked Witch of the West. I don't think most people that think of that kind of a witch, right? That very goofy, ugly, pointy nose, black hat, green faced witch, right? Like the Halloweeny kind of witch. That was that was kind of my perception of that. I didn't understand what witchcraft was. I didn't understand that witches were real, but witches are in fact real. I am proof of that. Countless others are proof of that. The difference though is that real life witches are not really what TV and movies have made us out to be. Um, we're not Harry Potter, we're not Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, we do real magic and we cast real spells. Some of us even have cauldrons, but it's not fantastical and like we don't, you know, have owls that deliver mail for us and we don't shoot sparks out of a wand in a graveyard to fight Voldemort, right? It's more so about real magic is about focusing intentions to produce a result, right? So even though there's a wide variety of ways that people do that and bring that change about, people use different tools and different beliefs and all kinds of sorts of things. But this is just to say that witches are real, but they're not quite the same as what is usually portrayed in fiction and in film and in TV, right? With a few exceptions, you know, I think films like The Craft actually portray Wicca fairly accurately. Um, obviously, there are some things that are still exaggerated and fictionalized about it, but as far as movie portrayals go, The Craft is pretty close, right? So misconception number two, only women can be witches. And while it's true that in media and in popular culture, witches more often than not are portrayed as women, but witch is a gender neutral word, which is not a feminine word. The word witch actually comes from a root word in really the meaning is inclusive of everyone. And then that's the case today as well. You can be a man, woman, you can be gay, straight, cis, trans, black, white, any race, any color, any gender identity or sexuality, anyone can be a witch. And there's not a special or different word that applies to witches of other genders. So in fact, most people probably don't know, but there were also some men that were accused of witchcraft alongside women during the witch trials. There were not as many men accused as women, but some men were. And I'm gonna add a little footnote here. The words wizard and warlock, right? I think especially like in TV shows and movies, things like that, it's usually that witches refer to women and then men are, are either called warlocks or wizards, things like that. And while witches in real life may use many different words to identify themselves, some people might say witch, they might say a magic practitioner, they might say an energy worker, a spirit worker. Um, and maybe some people would prefer the word wizard or warlock, but I'm going to say something real quick. So the word warlock actually comes from a word that means oath breaker or promise breaker. So unless someone has specifically told you that they want to be addressed as a warlock, I would caution against doing that 
because that term can be considered disrespectful because of its origins. So I would default to which, that's what I do. That's why I'm saying which is here. And then actually, I think we should also be respectful and just ask someone what they would prefer to be called, just like we would with someone's name or someone's pronouns, right? But just so you guys know, warlock is not usually seen as a positive word. Misconception number three is that witches worship the devil, right? I would say this is probably the longest enduring, most problematic, most harmful misconception about witches. We hear this a lot, and I don't know where you guys are coming from, but here in the U.S., where I live, this is a very common belief. Um, even people that I know very closely in my personal life were kind of concerned about my practice and the things that I do because they associated witchcraft with the devil, right? So witches are not evil. They do not sell their souls to the devil or Satan or Lucifer or whatever you would like to call him because the devil is a figure from Christian religion, right? And most witches do not believe in the devil. That's not a concept for them. Um, there may be some who identify as Christian witches and they incorporate their Christian faith into their craft and they would probably likely believe in the Christian God and the devil. But then again, because they're witches who are Christian, they do not worship the devil. And also they there might be Luciferian witches or satanic witches, right? And they may work with Satan or Lucifer. But even in that context, it is more so that they revere him as the embodiment of free will and of individuality, right? So even if someone is saying they're a Satanist, they're still not worshiping this evil figure from Christian literature that it, we think of as the devil. So that's not, not how that works. Witches are not bad people. I mean, I think everyone's a mix of good and bad. It's like you might meet some witches that are rude or that maybe you don't care for, but like they're not going to seek to do you harm. Most witches have a very deep reverence and respect for all life, you know, including people, including nature and plants and animals. Like it's, it's not really in our way to be baneful or destructive. So this, I think this misconception in particular about this devil association has probably caused us the most harm, right? Even just historically, like all of the witch trials and the burning times and the witch hunts and all of that, that was all coming from this place where the Catholic church, the Christian church as a whole, but particularly the Catholic church was using this conflation of witchcraft and Satanism to demonize us and to persecute us. And the, re the reason people have this concept is because before Christianity became you know, the global religion that it currently is, most places would practice some sort of religion that we would now call pagan, right? Um, the Egyptians had their gods, the Greeks and Romans had their gods. Um, there's the whole entire Celtic pantheon of deities and just to say that like, every region geographically had its own faith and its own spirituality and things before Christianity came into contact with them. But because as you know, Rome 
adopted Christianity as its official religion as Rome was expanding globally, they needed a way to unify their people and also to exert their authority. And they used Christianity as a way to do that. So a good way to get people on board with that is to say that, hey, anything that's not Christian is evil and the devil and Satan. So that's why any type of pre-Christian religion even now still holds that context for some people of being bad or evil. And if you're a witch, you're listening to this, you know that's not the case, right? So the next one that I want to talk about, the next misconception is that you have to join a coven to be a witch. And for those that don't know, a coven is a group of witches that gather together to have a community, to have fellowship, to do rituals and magic together, to learn and educate each other. Um, they're usually led by a high priestess or a high priest, sometimes both. And they might meet, it, it varies of course, by which coven it is, what tradition they're a part of, whatever. But they might meet on full moons. If they celebrate the Wheel of the Year, they might meet on certain Sabbaths. Um, that that's what that is. It's that community and group practicing that of witches. That's what a coven is. So there's a common misconception that you have to be a part of a coven to be a real witch, and I'm seeing this a lot online these days. And that's not true. Covens are really awesome. They can be a great way for some people to learn and grow in their practice and to have a sense of community. And a lot of people have, you know, very meaningful experiences in covens, but by no means is being part of a coven a requirement to practice witchcraft. That's not the case. Um, I'm going to do a whole episode about covens at some point in the future, so we'll get more into that later. But for now, just know that some people choose to practice witchcraft alone, and this is usually called a solitary practitioner. Some people might choose to practice in a group, and that's usually known as a coven. But you do not have to be in a coven to be a witch. So moving on to misconception number five, that witchcraft and Wicca are the same. So these two words, Wicca and witchcraft, are used interchangeably very often. And there are some significant similarities between the two words, but they don't mean the same thing. So witchcraft is a practice. It is a practice of using magic. It is not affiliated with any religion in particular. You can have any type of religion and be a witch. You can have no religion and be a witch. There are atheist witches, Christian witches, Muslim witches, Jewish witches, um, witches that practice the Greek or Hellenic faith. There are Celtic witches, Norse witches every kind, right? Um, so being a witch and practicing witchcraft does not require the belief in any particular in any particular religion or any religion at all. Wicca, on the other hand, is a religion that incorporates witchcraft. So most Wiccans are witches, but not all witches are Wiccan. So Wicca is a witchcraft-based religion that was founded primarily by Gerald Gardner and brought into the public in the 1950s. So Wicca has its own holidays and religions, traditions, and deities. And as time has gone on, Wicca has become very prevalent and it has majorly influenced modern witchcraft. So that's why there's a lot of overlap. You know, if you've heard of the concept of 
casting a magic circle, calling the elements or calling the corners. Um, a lot of the more ceremonial high magic type things that people might do. A lot of that comes from Wicca. So witches may follow many different traditions and paths and spiritualities and some may be Wiccan, some may not, but this is just to say that Wicca and witchcraft are not the same. You do not have to be a Wiccan to practice the craft. And I guess really in theory, you could celebrate the will of the year and honor the god and the goddess and not practice magic. So I guess, I don't know how often that happens, but theoretically at least, it's possible that you could also be Wiccan and not a witch. But this is all just to say that the two terms are not the same thing, even though they do overlap significantly. So misconception number six is that witchcraft has to be expensive. So this one bothers me a lot, y'all, a lot, a lot, a lot. I hear this a lot. I'm hearing it more and more now on things like Instagram and TikTok and Etsy, that witchcraft has to like be expensive or cost a lot of money to have like these really elaborate like tools or have to have like these really fancy special candles and altar cloths. There's nothing wrong with those things. Like if, if you have the time and the money and want to invest in those things, have expensive tools and have like this very aesthetically pleasing photogenic altar, that's totally fine. Nothing wrong with that. But but it is not a requirement to practice witchcraft. So with the rise in popularity of witchcraft, especially recently, and the influence it's had on Instagram and TikTok and social media, a lot of newer witches might fall prey to the misconception that they have to spend a lot of money on expensive crystals and tools and altar items. That's just not true. Again, if you have the money and you want to get expensive, nice things, awesome. Go for it. Finances should never be a reason that someone feels that they can't practice, that they can't participate. All you need to be a witch is yourself. Magic exists within you, and there are many resources and knowledge and things to learn from. There's books to read with the internet, especially now. Like, There's a lot of ways that you can grow and learn and connect and participate and practice without having to buy things that cost a lot of money. Um, in fact, there's several different things like on YouTube where they talk about like, oh, like dollar store magic or dollar store witchy hall. And they show you really cool ways to like get things you might use in your practice, but for not a lot of money. Um, some examples like, hey, instead of having like these really elaborate, you know, pillar candles of every color of every element or whatever you might use, you can buy a candle at the dollar store. And that's totally fine. Um, your book of shadows does not have to be this fancy hand-sewn leather-bound journal you can get um a college-ruled notebook with just lined paper and that can be your book of shadows it doesn't have to be anything elaborate and expensive so this is just to say that your craft can be as minimalist and inexpensive as you want it can be as extravagant and Costs a lot of money if you want that too. It, it's fine. I just don't want people to think that they can't be a witch, that they can't practice because they feel like they don't have the money to do it. And I never want that to be a reason that someone feels like they can't follow the path that they are called to walk. So next, misconception number seven 
is that witches have to be hereditary. So this one, I feel like, has also become very popular recently because of social media. And social media is great. It's a great tool. Um, it's helping us all to connect and learn from each other. But I think the double-edged sword of social media aspect of things is that it is very easy to spread misinformation. So I'm seeing a lot on social media of people saying that, like, oh, you have to be a hereditary witch. You have to come from a family line of witches to be able to practice the craft. And that's not true at all. Um, I feel like people are kind of using this to, like, maybe be gatekeeping a little bit. And that's really not okay. People are trying to say that you have to have, like, this witchy ancestry and that you have to, like, inherit, you know, the gift. That's just not true. Anybody who wants to be a witch can be a witch. It doesn't matter if all of your grandmothers for hundreds of years were witches. Like, hey, if they were and you come from this witchy ancestral line, that's awesome, cool, that's great for you. You know, I myself have some witchy ancestry, but it is by no means a requirement to practice magic. Not true. So if someone on TikTok or Instagram is trying to say that you can't be a witch because you don't come from a line of witches, they're wrong, and you can tell them I said they're wrong. Yes, okay, so misconception number eight, and I left this one for last on purpose, is that you can't be a Christian witch. And this is not true, but I will say this topic has become very controversial, especially recently, because I think there are a lot of people who would identify as a Christian witch currently, and that's becoming a more prevalent movement. People are starting to really look into that more specifically. Many people identify as Christian witches, and they have very meaningful experiences with Jesus while practicing magic. I'm actually going to make a full episode about Christian witches because it is such a hot topic right now, and I have a lot more to say about this, but I'm not going to get into it that extensively tonight. But I do want to say you can totally be a Christian witch if you would like to, right? And as I've said several times now, witchcraft is a practice. It's not a religion in itself. You can have any religion you would like to have and still be a witch. So for you, if you are a Christian and you would like to do that and be a witch, you certainly can. Um, I know a lot of people that would identify that way, which I don't personally, but a lot of people do. They might work with um, angels instead of spirits. They might um, just pray to Jesus and the saints instead of, you know, other non-Christian deities. They might recite scriptures from the Bible and spell working. So it's, I don't know a lot of specifics about it because like that's not my path, but it's totally doable. It is totally an amazing, beautiful experience for those that believe that way. And I think this also kind of comes from the perception that witchcraft, you know, is satanic or has to do with the devil. So that's why people think that you can't be a Christian or a witch. You totally can. I will say, though, just so people are aware, while you can totally 100% be a Christian witch if you would like to, more traditional churchy kind of Christian people are probably not going to be down for that. They're probably going to say that you're doing something bad. You're, they're probably going to say that you can't be a Christian and a witch. They're probably going to say that if you're a witch, you're not a real Christian. And that's not true. You don't have to believe that. If it reigns true for you, then it's true for you. And it doesn't matter what other people say. But that's just so I'm trying to let you guys know 
that even though it's totally okay to do that, there might be Christian people who give you some resistance in that area. So that's all I have for you guys this week. These were some misconceptions about witchcraft. I hope that clears some things up for you. I hope that if you are looking into the craft for yourself, that maybe this alleviated some anxiety and some fears that maybe you had. And that way you can look into things more authentically and more accurately, not to feel as though you're doing anything that you shouldn't be doing. And maybe you're listening to this and maybe you're not a witch. Maybe someone you know is a witch or is interested in becoming a witch. And I hope for you that you took this to heart and that this cleared up any preconceived ideas maybe that you had. And maybe you'll be able to accept your witchy loved one a little bit more readily. So I hope this is helpful. I have been your host, David, and I will see you guys next week.